No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Thanks for listening and downloading. My name is Frank Salvato. Before we get to this morning's segment on America's Third Watch, I wanted to touch on an item that I believe is getting little coverage in the mainstream media, and the coverage it is getting is convoluted. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken was invited to sit in with the Israeli War Cabinet so he could be informed on the next stage of Israel's campaign to rid Gaza of Hamas this time in the South. What this meeting turned into was Blinken lecturing the Israelis about what they could and couldn't do, what they must do, and a time frame on when they need to wrap this up. Blinken told them they could not use the same tactics that they did in the North, which were successful, and instead they have to execute more pinpoint targeted attacks so they don't have to evacuate civilians, so that they don't have to go into the UN buildings or hospitals or community buildings, government buildings here that Hamas hides behind. They don't want that to happen either. And they want it wrapped up in a couple months. Not even a couple months. The Israelis said it should take a couple months to wrap this up, and Blinken says, I don't think you have that kind of credit. Who the fuck is Anthony Blinken? For that matter, who the fuck is the Biden administration to be dictating to Israel, a country that was just attacked and had civilians slaughtered on the level of 9-11 for us. That's the equivocation. What happened on October 7th equates to what happened to us in New York, Shanksville, and Washington, D.C. on September 11th, 2001. So who the hell is the Biden administration to be telling a sovereign nation how they have to fight their war against an entity that the State Department recognizes as a terrorist group, officially? Whose side are they on? They keep saying that they support Israel and that Hamas must be defeated, but when Israel goes about defeating them, the Biden administration and the radical left in our country, the United States, supposed to be the chief ally of Israel, of everyone else in the world. Biden sends money to Iran, and Iran sends money and arms to Hamas and Hezbollah. How's that being an ally? How's that giving a damn about Israel's survival? How is that helping Israel get rid of terrorists that lob missiles into their civilian population? It doesn't. Are we tired yet of the politicians that lie bald-faced to us and do exactly the opposite? It's been happening for a while, but it has been on steroids since the Obama administration and now the Biden administration? It's just out of control. It's time we know the names of the people behind the Blinkens, behind the Bidens, behind the Obamas. The people who have been pulling the strings, not only through Obama's administration and Biden's administration, but who actively subverted a sitting president duly elected during the Trump administration. This ruling by committee and shadow government has to stop. If the confrontation between Hamas and Israel brings anything to light, it has to be something that wakes up the American people. 
especially those who vote for people like Biden and Obama, and say, you know what? Social justice is a canard. It's just a bully subject that allows the neo-fascist left to do whatever the hell they want, when they want to do it, regardless of the will of the people, and that's not what we're supposed to be. It's time we take our country back, and that's easily done by executing nullification at the state level so that the federal government doesn't have anything to do this with. That's why I wrote the book. Please read it. It's a solution to a runaway, centralized federal government that would rather side with the World Economic Forum, Iran, and Hamas over free people in Israel and around the world. It's time we do something about it instead of just talking and whining about it. When we come back, this morning's segment on America's Third Watch, which takes a radical pivot from the Israeli-Hamas issue, and instead brings you another piece of cheery news, what they're trying to do to our food, what they're trying to do to our health systems here, all coming back to the big corporatist World Economic Forum gaggle of assholes. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. That's right, guys. Write it down over there at Media Matters. Go ahead. We'll be right back after this. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Yes, they really are shooting at us, as we know that in the Red Sea, three commercial vessels were actually hit uh, by Houthi attacks, and our own vessels uh, fended off in self-defense. Six drones uh, that they had to shoot down, but... Uh, again, folks, I think we know who they're shooting at at this point. Uh, 949-822-7959. Kyle Warren with you. Glad to be with you here on this wonderful, bright and early Monday morning. Let's uh, bring in Frank Silvato, of course, from undergroundusa.com and also the author of the book, Nullification. Good morning, Frank. Mr. Kyle. All right. Well, now, as I said, we know who they're shooting at. I mean, I don't think they can say we're not sure who they're shooting at anymore, but certainly Iran backed Houthis are trying to draw us into this mix uh, even more so. Oh, you bet. They're, they're, they're begging us to pull the trigger. They're begging us to pull the trigger, and then we have our global confrontation because that it would light the candle. Now, we could look at this one of two ways, and you kind of alluded to this uh, in the run-up. If they didn't know where the missiles were, were targeting, and if they didn't know to add pain to, pain to injury that, 
no, we had no idea that Hamas was arming up like that and, and, and they were going to pull off on October 7th. Then our intelligence community, especially the intelligence community connected to the Defense Department, is woefully, woefully inept. Right. There's no possible way that they're not monitoring how people are arming themselves over a period of time. And if they're not aware of that, if they haven't been watching that, that's just pathetic. The question is now, what do we do to complicate this situation for those shooting at us so that we're not forced to pull the trigger? Because right now, the Biden administration, you know, they kind of, and this is my thought on this, but I think it's got some validity. They really want conflict to happen so they can say you don't switch leaders in the middle of the stream. Precisely. Yeah, I think you're right about that. It's, it's very rare that the American people will change in, during wartime, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's they've accomplished nothing but really aggravating the American people with all of their policies when it comes to um, the domestic issues. They've really completely denigrated the American reputation around the world. They've demonstrated to China that they can walk all over us. Putin doesn't fear us. He fears us like he fears a Yorkshire Terrier. <laughs> you know, so what do they have to actually hang their hat on going in to November 2024? Nothing. That's right. That's exactly right. And not to get off the subject here right at the start, but but if there's this this um, respiratory illness in China or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and it suddenly it's here, now that's that's a gift to the far left because they might say, hey, great, we can... We can suggest lockdowns. Oh, of course. They, it was a winning game plan last time. Why wouldn't they try and repeat it this time? And we all know now that last time was something that was contrived for political purposes. If you still believe it wasn't, I don't know what to say about you. <laughs> There's so much evidence pointing to the fact that not only don't the vaccines work, but the people who didn't get vaccinated are faring so much better. And now they have natural immunity. So if you're still one of those people who throws on the mask and and thinks that it's doomsday because the CDC has coughed, you've got to start gathering information for yourself because the evidence is overwhelming that COVID was politically motivated all the way around. Even their attempt to stop people from informing the public who weren't connected to the government in their censorship using big tech, and social media, which which I hope the Supreme Court comes down hard on because that was a crime against the people of the United States, bar none. If, if Biden succeeds in figuring out how to aggravate the situation and the Defense Department and the Department of State figure out how to aggravate the situation in the Middle East so that we have to commit our troops in a, in a very substantial way, I just don't know what's wrong with the American people if they don't demand his head. I can't imagine that there would be a lot of support to send troops, but you're right. I mean, they, they could just send them in there. Uh, and then suddenly we're, we're, you know, in, 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 involved in this and it's very difficult to extract them then. But yeah, it, it just, this is, doesn't make any sense these days because you think that you've got to try to tamp it down as opposed to escalate. If, if we're supposed to be striving for peace, then absolutely they've got to start taking some very serious measures in concert with the other free countries of the world 
to make this situation pivot to one that is less violent. It, it simply has to happen. And it can happen if everybody speaks with a cohesive voice. I want to know where Egypt is on this. I want to know where Jordan is on this. I want to know where all the quote-unquote Western sympathetic Arab nation leaders are on this. Because right now, their silence is deafening. No kidding. No kidding. Well, Frank Silvato, hold on there real quick, because we're going to come right back with more. You're listening to Underground USA. They're funding abortions, demanding Americans comply with their woke climate agenda. They teach people that the U.S. is a system of white supremacy while stripping away your Second Amendment rights. A California Democrat? No. It's Bank of America under CEO Brian Moynihan. There's enough people pushing political agendas in America. Your bank shouldn't be one of them. Bank of America. Their lies start with their name. American Airlines rated the worst, losing the most bags, shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left to distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs? Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. All right, once again, we've got Frank Salvato uh, uh, with us here on the program this morning. Again, welcome, Frank. Mr. Kyle. And don't forget, folks, 949-822-7959. That's the number to call if you have a question or comment for Frank. And Frank, let's head right over here to line number one. We got Mary in St. Pete lighting up the line this morning. Good morning, Mary. You're on with Frank. Hey, good morning. Uh, I was thinking, uh, who really is the, the bigger threat, China or the World Economic Forum? I look more, uh, at COVID as a World Economic Forum thing in their, um, pursuit to call the herd of humanity rather than, uh, China as the enemy. And the bird flu, by the way, is back out. I think they want to call out about 81,000 or million chickens up there again with the bird flu, which happens every year around this time, or the Zika virus, or whatever they can come up with. And, of course, the RSV thing is they now have a vaccine for that for pregnant women. And so you're affecting two people with that. And when I was uh, pregnant a long time ago, if you were pregnant, you did not take one single thing or drink one single cup of coffee because you're creating, you have creating cells within your body and you don't want to interfere with that process. The World Economic Forum or China? I think it's the World Economic Forum. What do you think? Hey, thanks, Mary. Great call. Uh, yeah, what do you think, Frank? I think they're one and the same. I do think the World Economic Forum has figured out how to harness the capitalistic greed that hides down inside the Chinese Communist Party's inner soul, and they want to use that financial scheme as something that will help transition the world to a global economy and therefore global control. So I don't, 
I don't think that they're two separate things unless we're talking about military. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about military, then the biggest threat to the United States is China. But the way that married is is talking about being concerned about it, I believe they're in concert, so you can't really separate them. Well, in, indeed, and, you know, again, she talked about the bird flu and that, that uh, you know, if you destroy all these chickens, obviously that has some, some economic effect. And But at the same time, you know, it kind of gives me the creeps is this, this sort of push to get rid of, like, you know, standard food supplies and, and have mm-hmm. to eat bugs and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, and, and you've got to start looking at your labels because more and more you're seeing um, the, the addition to your f- food labels, whether it's canned or dry, um, that it's been bioengineered. Um, you know, not everything has cricket flour in it yet, but if you go through your store and you start reading labels, you're seeing they're already using it. They're, they're already using genetically modified uh, meats. They're using uh, cricket flour, as I said. They're using insect flour. Uh, so you have to start looking at your labels, where before we used to look at it to see how much saturated fat or corn syrup was in there. Right. Now we've got to look to see if they're actually making us eat ants. Well, it, exactly right. I mean, it's it's fun on the Amazing Race, you know, or something, uh, yeah. you know, or Survivor or something. And uh, people say, "I'm not going to eat that big bug or whatever it is." But, but yeah, it, it's 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 really no, it's no laughing matter. And you talk now the about big, go ahead. Now the the bigger, you know, where there's a black cloud, there's always a silver lining. So if you are concerned about that, and I am, I, I and my girlfriend are very conscious about this stuff. We go local. If we have a chance to buy something that's locally grown or locally butchered, that's what we do. We're not we're not going to the places that use um, mass manufactured food, whether it be livestock or vegetables or fruits. If we've got something local, if we have a local orchard, we'll go there. If we have a local rancher, we'll go there and and screw Cargill and screw Monsanto. You know, we don't need to have genetically modified anything. They're playing guinea pigs with us to see how it works and if they can make more money. When you shop locally, when you go to a local rancher or or a local uh, pr- someone who's growing their own vegetables or fruit or growing their own fruits, making their own honey, you get not only a better product, a better tasting product, but it's natural. Right. It's all natural without getting that weird price tag at the grocery store that says organic. <laughs> right. Well, and, and then, you know, what you're describing is kind of the way America used to be, you know, back in the day. Um, and then uh, before you got these huge economies of scale and things like that. But, and, but now that's, it's not just that you're trying to produce lots of chicken, but you're producing chicken or, or other, uh, uh products, like you said. That have all this other stuff in them that, that, uh, that take away from the actual natural, uh, goodness, for lack of a better term, that, uh, that the food is supposed to have. Absolutely. So, so if you don't like what's happening with the food and you want to actually flip the middle finger to the World Economic Forum when it comes to their control of your food supply, buy local as often and as much as you can when you go, when you go out shopping. If, okay, so you have to make two or three stops. And you may have to travel a half a day. But do you want healthier food? 
do, do you want to neuter people who are trying to make you eat crickets? And everybody laughs <laughs> when you when you say that. Right. But they're making you eat crickets. Right. Yeah. Now, in some places in the around the world, as I was mentioning, like you watch The Amazing Race or something, there's very different delicacies and and there's very very different sort of food uh, consumption going on. Um, but, uh, but things are, are foisted upon us like you're talking about. And sometimes a lot of, and it's small print on the label or maybe technically it's there, but, uh, it's being snuck in. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, the, uh, the nation of Italy just passed a, a national law. It is now illegal with giant jail times and fines for any restaurant or, or supermarket there to sell, uh, genetically modified beef. Indeed, indeed. You, you know, so people are getting it, but you have to you have to change your habits. We've gotten so comfortable with being able to go right down the street to the supermarket and one stop shop, and that's it. And we're back home so that we can we can watch the the third rerun of Little Portnoy soccer game. <laughs> you know, we live in a time when people who have control over the medicine. And, and this is why I try to go holistic and herbal as often as I can for everything that I can. I don't want to put a, a, a big pharma product in me at all. I don't trust them. And after COVID, I've got a legitimate reason not to trust them. I don't want to put genetically modified anything in, in my stomach with food. So it takes me a little bit longer, but I get good food. I get natural remedies for the overwhelming majority of things that, that, I, that I find that make me ill. Mm -hmm. You know, so who's living a better life? Is it better living through chemistry in all ways so that big pharma and, and the big conglomerates can make me eat and take what they say? Or am I free to be able to eat what I want to and be healthy? Indeed. And I, I appreciate what Mary was saying, too, especially for women who are expecting or women who are pregnant, right? Yeah, it, yeah. it used to be, no, you, you know, you're eating for two and, and you got to be unbelievably careful about what you do. And now it's like, you know, it's all over the place and yeah. um, very strange. And, and, and you can't trust, I'm sorry, they may have some of the greatest doctors in the world, but ever since the entire medical industry got into, hey, we've got to make more profits, and I lay that right at the feet of the insurance companies. Ever since the medical industry got into, hey, we've got to make more promise, patient care has gone down the toilet. And I say that with, with some level of authority because I spent a, a career as, a, as an advanced trained paramedic and mm -hmm. my girlfriend spent 23 years as a nurse. And we both see it right in front of our eyes. The medical community doesn't give a damn about the patient anymore. I think, I, I hate to say, I think you're right. Frank Silvato, hold on there real quick. We're coming right back, folks. More with Frank Silvato, undergroundusa.com. More with me, Kyle Warren. More everything on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Underground USA. Who helped cause soaring gas prices? BlackRock. Who contributed to outrageous housing prices? BlackRock. BlackRock and Larry Fink spent years harassing oil and gas companies, making them divest from fossil fuels. Now you feel the pain. And BlackRock-owned companies are snatching up houses, crippling families. Now BlackRock's former ESG czar, Brian Deese, is Biden's economic advisor, crushing America from within. 
That's what BlackRock is really about. Bank of America wants to control how you live your life. They're building a system to track your carbon emissions and monitor your driving, coming after your Second Amendment rights, favoring certain home buyers based on their race. Bank of America is using a social score system straight out of China's playbook. Bank of America is obsessed with trying to control your life. What will they do next? Bank of America. Their lies start with their name. News, insight, passion. AM 9:30, the answer. And of course, uh, we're talking with our good friend Frank Salvato from UndergroundUSA.com, also author of the book Nullification. Good morning again, Frank. Mr. Kyle. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I, I'll tell you what. Um, you know, one of the things that um, that really gets to me is that we've got um, uh, we've got um, um, Kamala Harris uh, saying that Israel has to uh, uh, has to defend themselves, but only in a certain way. Uh, we've got a great audio clip, but before we get to that, we do have a line that's uh, lighting up here for us. It's Elizabeth in Lutz. Let's head over to line one. Elizabeth, you're on with Frank Silvato this morning. Good morning. Morning, gentlemen. Thanks for being there. You just touched on something with me, Frank, that just is near and dear to my heart because you talked about what's going on in the medical industry, which used to be the medical profession, and then I started calling it the medical industry, and now I just call it the medical money machine. I have a brother that's a doctor, two sisters are nurses. I come from a very medical family, way back, Red Cross and everything with a great aunt during the World War II and the whole nine yards. So I went naturopathic years ago. We're talking back in the 70s. Called my brother an MD wannabe, even though he's a DO, which is much higher level. But he had medical clinics, uh, industrial medical clinics up in the Detroit area back in the 80s and 90s. Got bought out by a huge company. You know, his wife, who is also a nurse, she told me back in the 1980s that their industry, their medical profession, was run by the insurance companies. Mm-hmm. Now, that's back in the 80s that she was telling me that. But, yeah, it, it can be quite a quite a maze, can it, Frank? Well, yes, and it's getting the maze is getting more convoluted as we go along. This is why anybody with eyes wide open looked at Obamacare you should have more wellness visits to your doctor. No, no, we don't. I don't want you being paranoid about your health. I want you being in good health. You shouldn't need to go to the doctor every 15 minutes because somebody says, well, you know, that cough didn't sound right. You should be really paranoid and go to the doctor. Yeah, or let's hospitalize you for three days just to keep an eye on you. Yeah, but the, what, what it does is it, it creates almost an illusion that I'm being more healthy because of, I'm being more proactive, you know, so maybe the, that's all part of the, here? yeah, it's all part of the marketing. And, yeah, go ahead, and, Elizabeth. Sorry about that. Go ahead. But that just brings to mind, I asked my doctor why he wants, he said, we're supposed to see you every month. I said, why? Well, we want to be proactive. I'm like, but there's nothing wrong with me. I was just shocked. So I called my carrier and I asked him, is this true? Oh, no, that's not true. I said, but this, this doctor told me, well, you know, it's in my contract, but it's just like I was shocked when he told me that that's in his contract. It's not in the contract of the carrier. It's his contract with the office where he works. Very interesting indeed. Yeah, Frank, uh, you were going to make a point as well? 
yeah, there's a there's a decent movie out uh, called Pain Management, and it has to do with the opioid crisis. But when you when you start watching it, and you read in between the lines, you realize that that's how big pharma does things. They're they're going and twisting arms so that you prescribe more things, so that you you refer more people to other physicians, and it's it's a weird web between big pharma the health insurance industry, and, and the medical profession, which is now not run really for the good of the patient anymore. Doctors don't even have the time, don't even, don't even want to do what they know they should do for fear of either being sued or being dropped. Right. You know, so we, if there's going to be a, a soft revolution in this country, we might want to throw getting government and getting the insurance companies under control when it comes to health care. Always an alternative. I take about 40-some supplements a day, most of them herbs, and that's how I keep healthy. I don't need to worry about asking for a prescription because they always ask me, oh, flu shot, oh, get your vaccine here, get your COVID shot. No, thank you. No, thank you. Talk about being proactive. A lot of people are, are looking at what they can do for themselves. Exactly. Exactly. We appreciate the call. Thanks so much, Elizabeth and Lutz. Oh, take care. We'll talk you. to you again real soon. All right. Uh, well, once again, folks, uh, we're still here with Frank Salvato, of course, undergroundusa.com. That's the website. You can also check out his book, Nullification. And uh, Frank, you can find that on Amazon, right? Yep. Amazon is it's in the Kindle format and in the paperback format. I didn't do a hard a hard copy because I, I don't see the need for it. We, we, we don't need to make things more expensive when it's a critical information. Mm-hmm. And, and what this information is, you know, when you read the book, my hope is that you go, you know what, this is something that my state elected officials need to read because it brings the power back to the states and therefore closer to the people. Once again, like the framers intended, there is a pathway forward to stop this hijacking of everything to a centralized federal government, which is the bane of our existence in the United States today. Well, you know, there does seem to be this sort of um, push and it has to do, like, for example, with the Electoral College. It has to do with the idea of, well, Hillary Clinton, you know, it said, well, you know, we are heading towards one person, one vote. And they they want everything to be centralized in the sense that every single issue, abortion, chief among them, really, is now is is the national litmus test, even though the Supreme Court did the right thing and and put that all back into the state's control. Uh, but yet they want to be able to to have everything be a national uh, problem for everybody all you know 24 hours a day yeah there's too much money in it the, the way the framers gave us our country was that we were 50 separate states with 50 separate constitutions bound by the need to fill in the cracks in a federal government and so that we can have a cohesive face outward from our nation they never ever wanted a centralized government. As a matter of fact, there was a giant argument about a central bank until the big bankers got together and did a workaround on that, creating the Federal Reserve. There wasn't. We had failed central banks because people didn't like it. And as going back to the abortion issue, people need to understand that when they gave the power back to the states, now there's more freedom. Right. There's more freedom of choice. They're not less. It's not more restrictive. If a state like Texas or Florida wants to say, hey, we want a reasonable line at when the heartbeat is there because we believe that our, that, that our people here in our state 
see that as the beginning of life, so be it. Right. You live in Florida and you want to get an abortion. Well, Frank Salvato. That's the case you should go to California. Well, Frank Salvato, thanks so much for If you like the podcast, subscribe, leave a comment, rate it if your platform lets you. Be sure to head on over to undergroundusa.com to sign up for our Substack, which comes straight to you, circumventing the censors and the fact-checkers, because we both know that they're worthless, and that's been proven over time. And be sure to pick up your copy of Nullification, the case for decentralizing the federal government, available in Kindle and paperback over at Amazon.com. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato, and we will be back right after this. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.